We're learning Daf Chav Hey. We're starting from the bottom line of Chav Dalad Amid Beis. So again, what are we learning about? We're learning about the Karbanos that an Uzzur brings at the end of their term, the Katas, the Ola, and the Shlamim. And we're talking about what happens if the Karbanos were designated, but then it ends up that the Uzzur doesn't have to bring them. The case that we've been looking at specifically is where a wife was Makabal and Aziris, but then her husband revoked the vow. He was made for the nether, so she doesn't actually have to follow through and bring the Karbanos. So what happens to these Kachim? What happens to the animals? So we learned that there are three very different categories. A Chatas that doesn't need, the Bailam doesn't need a Kapara, that goes Lamisa, it's Allah Mushmisina, that it's left to die. Nothing, you don't make, try to make it into another carbon or anything. Chatas, it doesn't need the kapara, then it's left to Thomas, it's left to die. The ola can just be brought as a donated ola carbon. There's nothing wrong with it. It could be a voluntary offering for the person. And a shlamim as well can be done as a voluntary offering. But we saw that subtlety that instead of being eaten for two days, like a regular shlamim is eaten only for one day, the way that a regular, uh, the way that a shlamim that a nazar brings generally is. That's all if we have actual animals. What if it was money which was designated? So money that's designated can be designated in one of two ways. You can designate mostumim, where you just have uh, unspecified funds, meaning there's a pile of coins and you just say, all of these are going to be for my nazir. So you don't specify which coins are going to, be, are going to go by the carbon ola, which ones are the khatas, which ones are the shlamim. That's unspecified. When it's unspecified, and then it turns out that she doesn't need carbonos, is a very interesting halacha. The halacha is that you go and you use all the money, yiplu linedava. It goes to the base of Mikdash and it's used for the communal fund for Ketzah Mizbeach, whenever the Mizbeach is empty and there's no Karbonos being brought, so they bring communal olos, it all goes to that. A fascinating halacha, we'll have to see today where that comes from. Whereas if the money was specified, meaning to say there was certain money designated for the Chata, certain for the olos, certain for the Shlamim, then you do with the money whatever you would have done with the animal. The Chata's money goes and is thrown into the sea, the Ola money goes for a carbon Ola, and the Shlamim money goes for a carbon Shlamim. So now we get into this din, this very unique halacha that if the most was unspecified and you don't need it, then it just goes to the base of Mikdash for the communal offerings. So the top of the Achafeh, but Aleph, Aluh, Dumei Chata's Moravim Behem. Frek the Gemara question. The money for the chatas is mixed in with them. What we're asking is, how are you going to use this to buy voluntary offerings in the base of Mikdash? Some of the money is designated for chatas. It's a pile of coins, whereas it's unspecified. Some of it is, was, was obviously destined to go for the chatas. And the chatas things cannot be used for any other thing. In fact, if you don't need the chatas, it's meant to go to waste. It's meant to be tamas. So if it's a mixture of all three funds inside, what in the world is the pshat that suddenly you just all yipalun and adava? How could that be? I have the money of the chatas mixed in. So the Gemara says two very different explanations. It's simply by the law of the Nazar. It's it's an oral law. It's not logical. It's not a pasuk. It's a halacha that if the mo's were stumim, and then they're not necessary. If the mo's were unspecified, and now the, the Nazar doesn't need them for the karbanos, it's a halach mishmisinai that they're used for the nidava. Just a general communal offerings are brought. Ah, it's illogical. There was money that would have been a chatas and mixed in, and therefore some of it. No, it's a halacha bin Nazar that that's the way it is. Says the Gemara, second approach. The Pasuk says, so here we're talking about, you know, we're, t- we're talking about how when you bring an Ola, it has to be specific things. It has to be a Zachar, can't have a Mom, so on and so forth. So it says anyone who's bringing a Karbon, L'chol Nidrehem, for all the Nidarim, L'chol Nidvosam, or all the Nidavas. So what does that mean, the Nidvarim, L'chol Those are extra words. So what it's saying is like this. There's something that is a Neder, that starts off as a Neder, that then turns into a Nidava. 
What does that mean? It means someone made an Aziris, and that was voluntary. That's a nether. He makes an Aziris, which obligates him at the end of his term to bring the carbonus of Naziris. What happens? The Torah is telling us most are nether, what's left over, what the remains of those chiyuvim, meaning when the Nazir doesn't have to bring his carbonos, yehei lenadava, it should be used for nadava. So it's a very much an expounding apostolic out of context. But it's exeris akasav, the nedreim alchonadvosam, that there are chiyuvim carbonos that come about through a nether, which is a Nazir. What other chiyuvim carbonos come about through a nether? So a nether, a Nazir is making a carbon. It turns into a nedava, it goes to the communal uh, pot to be used for the, um, the donated olos when everything is back is not going to be used. Says the Gemara. It's not a logical drasha. It's simply a halacha much we see now. I'm to, therefore, that's why the halacha only applies if they were unspecified funds, but not if they were specified. Remember, the whole halacha is only when they were most tumim, unspecified. If they were specified, if I took some money and said this is lachatas, and some money I said this is lol, and some money I said this is lishamim, then the leftovers do not go to the, to the, to the nadava fund of the base of Rather, it goes, the chatas money is left to die, uh, so on and so forth. So I could understand that distinction because the whole thing is halacha mishmi sinai, and halacha mishmi sinai only said most tumim. So that that's not hard to understand. According to Rish Lakish, that we're looking at Xeris Akasav, that whatever the remains of the Chiyuve Nazir turn into a Nadava, so then why is it only unspecified funds? Let it apply even to specified funds. Even if a person said, these monies are for my Chatas, this is for my Ola, and these are for my Shlamim. If the Nazir then doesn't need the Karbanas, let the same Xeris Akasav apply. Where do I see in the Pasuk that it's only talking about Stumen? I know you and I weren't there to hear it, what exactly Hashem communicated to Moshe. But evidently Hashem communicated only most to him, not most of Russian. Okay, we could accept that. But if we're looking at a drasha that we are looking at and seeing and analyzing, so the Pasuk doesn't indicate one way or the other whether we're talking about most to him or Russian. So if the halacha is that the leftover monies designated for a Nazir's is turned into an Adava, so why is that only if it was most to him? Let it even be if it's most Mufurashan. So the Gemara says, Amar Rav Mufurashan Lamatzah Zamrin. For funds that were specified, you cannot say that it turns into a voluntary offering. It cannot be. Because it's already been knocked off by the Tana of Rabbi Ishmael. So Rabbi Tana of Rabbi Ishmael here is going to be expounding a Pasuk. The Pasuk says in Parshas Re'eh, it says like this, it's an extra pasuk. It says, only your holy animals, your kudshim that you have, that you will have, and your nadarim, those karbanos, you should take them, bring them up to the base of Mikdash. And then the pasuk goes on to say, that you turn these into and, and, and offer them as karbanos. So what exactly is the pasuk talking about? Because Psukim elsewhere in the Torah have told us if you have a carbon, you bring a carbon. What is this extra pasuk in Parshas Re'ei? That only the kachim that you have and your nadarim, you'll bring it up to the base of Mikdash. So actually, we say, the pasuk is talking about the child of a kachim, meaning this is a very interesting scenario. You have a carbon which gave birth. So, meaning you have an animal which was consecrated, carbon, everything's great, and then it gives birth. What do you do with the offspring of a carbon? This is the only place where the Torah indicates what you do with it. The Torah is telling you that there's a din of hakrafa, that you're meant to bring it as a carbon as well, even though you didn't consecrate that animal. It's just a derivative of your kachim. It's the vlad kachim. And on the Tumura exchanges, we're familiar with Tumura, the Torah says, when you have a carbon, do not try to switch its Kedusha onto another animal. A person thinks 
wrongly that they can switch kedusha and say, say this one should be in place of that one. Actually, I regret making this one holy. Let me let me switch it on that one. You cannot do that. It's forbidden to do it. If you do do it, what does the pasuk say? Both animals are now holy. But what do I do with the extra animal? What do I do with the tamura? Zok the Torah here, you bring it as a carbon. It's, for, it's fascinating because it's forbidden to make the tamura. You've done it out there. You got malchus for making a tamura. But after the tamura is made, and now that second animal is brought, so the Torah is telling us in this pasuk the kachim that you happen to have. What does that mean? The kachim that I happen to have. Let's say vlade kachim, tamura kachim. Those carbonos that happen to be sitting around by me, I should bring them up to the base of mikdash. So now, ma'atakon also. What am I meant to do with these things? Now, yeah. Now I just want to clarify a little bit, a little bit, a little bit what's going on here. The tamura of an ola and shlamim taka are brought on the mizbeach. They're brought as a carbon, which is great. But we're going to be quick, quickly switching to other, to know is that true for all tamuros? What about other tamuros? For example, the tamura of achatas. There's actually halacha moshimuzinai that it's meant to die. It's not brought as a carbon. Only tamura of like an ola or a shlamim. And we'll see about this as we go on in just one second. So, what exactly is done with the Tumuras? The Pasuk says, bring them up to the place that Hashem, Hashem will choose, to the base of Mikdash. And that's what the Pasuk is saying, that the Tumur of Ola, the Tumur of Ishlamim, should be offered. Now, but what is, before it goes on to say that it's offered, the Pasuk just said, bring them up. So if you just stop there, a person might think that you bring it to the base of Mikdash, you just cause their death. You starve them, you don't give them food or water, and you cause them to die. Meaning, before the puzzle goes on to say you offer them, before that, it just says bring them up to the base of Mikdash. Had it stopped there, somebody might think that a Tamur of an Ola and a Shlamim should be brought to the base of Mikdash and left to die. Maybe a Tamur of, think about it, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's, it's basically an object of sin. That's really what it is. It's forbidden to make this more. Maybe what you do with it is you bring it up to the base of Mikdash and in that location, it's left to die in that holy place. Talmud Lama, the Pasuk goes on to say, no, go bring it as a carbon. The same way you would treat an Oli, you treat the Same way you would treat a Shlamim, you treat its offspring, meaning you're mocking them on the Mizbech. The reason the Gemara called the Vlad a Shlamim is because an Ola is always a male. So a male will never have a Vlad. There's no such thing as a Vlad Ola. Right? Uh, Ola can only be a male. So how are you going to have a Vlad? But you could have a Vlad Shlamim because a Shlamim could be a female. Okay, fine, very good. So basically, we're saying in the Pasuk, what's the Torah telling me? Karbonos that I happen to have around. What does that mean? That I wasn't maktish them, just a regular hektish. Either it was a vlad of the kachim, a tumur of the kachim. I'd bring it up to the base of mikdash and I'm it there. I would have thought without the pasuk, I wouldn't have known that there's a din of hakrava. The pasuk is telling me that there is. Now, okay, now that I learned tumura is brought, maybe even a tumura of a chatas or an asham should also be brought on the mizbech. Talmud Laimar, they tell me otherwise, the Torah says, rock only, meaning only the Tumura Ola and the Tumura of Shlamim are brought on the Mizbech. The Tumura of Achatas and the Tumura of Ashim are not. We're going to see what you do with them is something very different. The Tumura of Achatas is Mesa, it dies, and the Tumura of Ashim is left to graze until it gets a mum, and then it is redeemed, and the proceeds go to buy new Karpatos Ola. We're going to learn about that. But al kapadim, these tumuras themselves, the tumur of achatas, the tumur of asher, are not brought on his back. Divir Rabbi Yishmael, these are the words of Rabbi Yishmael. So what do I see from here? I see that when I have an extra chatas carbon, I do not bring it on the Mizbeach. That is one thing that I do not knew, that I do not do. It's very clear. The tumur of achatas or of lar chatas, also. There is no din hakrava. The Torah is teaching me a concept. We're going to blow this up because it's important because it's different to what we want. I'll back to Nazir. But you have to broaden it. It's, it's not just a vlad. It's not just the tumura that there's a din that you don't bring if it's a chatas. It's more. It's a chatas is only brought when it is necessary le kapar. 
That's basically the idea that we're saying. So if a person has a chat, they sin and they designate a chatas, you bring your chatas. But if you, that chatas gives birth and you have a vlad, there's no hakrava on the vlad. If you have a tumur of the chatas, yeah, it's kaddish, but there's no hakrava from that. There's always a din that a leftover, an extra chatas, a superfluous chatas, is not brought on the mizbech. So going back to our scenario, if a person would designate money to bring a carbon chatas, because at the moment they're a nazir, and then the, t- the term of the naziris is, 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 is over before, and they're not going to bring, right? The husband was made for the nether. There's no way that the funds can go lenadava and be used as offerings. It's clear in the pasuk that chatas funds, which are not necessary, what you do with them, they don't turn into anything, you don't go buy other carbonos, they go lemisa, they're just not used. And therefore, there's no way, even if there's another pasuk that says that, 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 that if the extra carbonos from a nazar are used lenadava, it has to be that it's talking about where it wasn't specified for a chatas. It was an unspecified thing. If it was specified, it cannot be true. Specified things lechatas, if they're not going to be used, will always... Go lemisa. Now, I just want to clarify something. So what's really the difference if it's specified or unspecified? I mean, even if you unspecify it, right? You know that there is money in there that's going to be used lechatas. But most stumen, the concept that we're learning about today, unspecified funds, is super lundish. You got to put on all your lundish gaps. It's not pshat. It's mixed up. Machatas money, ola money, and shlamet money. The hektish is different. The shame hektish that's on that money is, 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 is the chiyuve of the nazir. It doesn't get into the detail that there is a chatas coming and an ola coming and a shlaman going. It's a general shame hektish that the chiyuve nazir, from here the nazir will satisfy his chiyuvim. What are those things? Those are details. Yes, it's true. If you want to know the fact, what he's going to do from the money might come chatas. But the shame chaydesh of a chatas does not call on that money. It's not that it's mixed in and we just don't know where it is. It's much deeper than that. It's not that detail doesn't get into the shame kodesh. That's why. If it's most stumim, we could tolerate exeris akas of saying that the money now goes locates on his behalf for the communal fund. We could tolerate that. But we cannot tolerate is if I specify certain money to go lechatas and then it's not going to be used, we cannot tolerate that there's a din of hakrava from that, anim, from that money. Cannot be. Because we learn here from a very important yesoi that chatas things which are not necessarily lechapara are go lemisa. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Akiva, Omer, you don't need the, to learn from there that the Tumur of Ashram is not brought on the Mizbeach, because we already know from another place that the Tumur of Ashram is not brought on the Mizbeach. It says about the Ashram, Ashram, it is, it is an Ashram. What does that mean? You only bring the Ashram when it's the original animal that was consecrated, not some Tumur of the original Ashram. So therefore, we learn over here from the word who that the Tumur of an Ashram is not brought. So Rabbi Akiva is just disagreeing on whether or not Tumur's Ashram needs to be excluded from the word rock like Rabbi Shmuel did, or if there's another source for it. All right. Now, fine, we're done. Now we want to learn more about what the Brysa did. Fascinating. You know, we generally jump into Kachim here as if we're learning. We're, we're totally away from Naziris at this point. We analyze our Brysa. Katani, what did the Brysa say? We're talking about Tumura. Tumura, without this Pasuk here in Re'eh, you may have thought that it doesn't have a Krava. You may have said, You may have thought that what you should do is bring it to the base of Mikdash and let them starve until they die. To dispel that, the Torah says, No, you bring them as Karbanos. Am I? Frakti Gemara, why would I ever think that the animals, that these Tumuras, of an Ola or Shlamim should be left to die. Havlar Chatas who Dikamir and Misa. It's only a lot of Achatas where we have the tradition that it's left to die. What the Gemara is asking, and this is where things are a little complex, besides for this Pasuk, which specifies that Tumura of Ola Shlamim is brought, but Tumura of Achatas does not, we also have another Halachal Mojimisinai, which tells us that the Vlad of Achatas is Thomas, the Tumuras of Achatas is Thomas. We know that from a Halachal Mojimisinai before really we start this Pasuk. So in the Halacha Mishmi Sinai, there's a strong implication. The Tumur of Achatas is left to die. 
clearly the tumura of another carbon is not left to die. If every tumura is left to die, then the halacha of Moshe I wouldn't specify that the tumura of Achatas is left to die. So from the fact that it only says Timur's chatas and Allah Moshe Vizinai, it must be that the Timur's Olo Shlamim is brought in the Mizbeach. So why would, is it, why would I ever have a Havamina that I would bring it up and leave it to die if not for the fact that it says Asisa Allah Sechah Basar Vahadam? So I think my answer is no, you do need the Pasuk to say Timur's Olo and Timur's Shlamim are brought because he laughed, Krav Amina, Vlav Chatas, I would say like this every Timur is left to die, but the Timur of Achatas could be left to die in any place, top of the Ahmed base. Maybe the din is that vladas or a tamura of other kachim, like a ola or like a ola or shlamim, you bring them up to the base hamikdash and you let them die there. Maybe everything is left to die. The only distinction is where they die. Kamash malan delo. The Tana therefore has to tell us from the Torah that is not like that. That the tamura and the vladas of a ola and a shlamim are in fact brought on the mizbeach. So it's interesting. We're balancing our knowledge between a halacha moshim sinai that a vlad chatas is misa. And a pasuk that emphasizes that a vlad and tumuras olu shlamim is brought on the mizbeach, but not a vlad chatas. And we're explaining that without the pasuk, I would say maybe everything dies. It's just a question of where it dies. And the pasuk tells us no, the vlad and tumuras olu shlamim are actually offered on the mizbeach. Analyzes the gemara further. Katani then the brides have said after it told me the vlad and tumuras olu shlamim are brought yochav vlad avlad chatas tumuras asham kian. I would think the same should be true for the child of a chatas and a tumur of an asham. The Torah says rock, right? We exclude the Chathas and Asham from my Why does the Torah have to tell me that the Tumura and Vlad Chathas and Asham are not offered? That we know that the offspring of a Chathas or the Tumura of a Chathas is left to die. So ask it from that angle. Why do I need the word rock to tell me that the Tumura and Vlad of a Chathas are, 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 aren't brought? I know that from the Allah Chathas So the Gemara says, you're right. The is not coming to teach me anything novel about the Chathos. What the Pasuk is coming to tell me in novelty is the Tumur of an Asham. Asham is not in the Halacham Mishim Sinai, evidently. The Gemara thinks right now. The Halacham Mishim Sinai only spoke about Chathos. How do I know that the Tumur of an Asham is not brought in this back? Only from the word rock. Frank the Gemara, that's not true. Awesome. That's not true. Asham was also included in the oral tradition. This is an amazing rule, a real kachim rule. You learn Tamura, you learn Zvachim, this rule is all over the place. What's the rule? Anything that if it were to be a chatas, it would be left to die, that if it's an asham, it's left to graze, it gets a mum, and the proceeds go to a carbonola. So what does that mean? Let's speak it out. If I have a Tamura of an asham, so I imagine to myself, what do I do with a Tamura of an asham? Well, what's the din of a Tamura's chatas? Tamura's chatas is mesa. Okay, so now I know a Tamura of an asham is left to graze, it gets a mum, and the proceeds go to a carbonola. That's always the idea. Another example. Let's say the owner dies. Let's say I have a chatas where the owner dies. That's another one. There's actually five chatos amesas. I'm just going to give you a couple of them. So the owner dies. What do I do with it? It's mesa. What do I do with the leftover ashram like that in that way where the owner died? Goes and grazes. It gets a, it gets a mum, and then the proceeds go for the communal olas. Another example. Let's say a person was mafish carbon chatas, and then they lost it. So they need kapara. So therefore, they went and they designated another one. Then they find the original one. So you don't need it anymore, right? You already got your kapara from the replacement. So what do you do with it? Thomas. It's left to die. What do you do with a leftover ashram in that way where it was designated lost and then you made another one and you found the original one? It grazes, it gets a mum, and the proceeds go for carbonolas. So the Gemara is saying is that there is Allah which covers ashram as well. It's not Thomas, but it's not, it's not broad, right? You have to wait for it to get a mum, the proceeds go for carbonola. So why do I need this pasuk saying rock, excluding the tumura? If that's all known from Allah, Hashem Yisina. So the Gemara says, "Eli, I may have thought 
Yes, it's true that it's not meant to be brought, but if it is brought, it could be brought, meaning to say, there's nothing wrong with it. Meaning the Pasuk, maybe it was just saying, you don't need to bring it. It doesn't have a din that it has to be a carbon. But there's nothing wrong with bringing it if you would choose to do so. It could be kasher as a carbon. That was all, maybe the whole Allah is just that it's not required to be offered. But maybe it could be a valid carbon if you choose to do so. Kamash from one that is mamash an iser essay to go bring it, the carbon. There's no validity to such a carbon. It's mamash din in the kudshim and the kudish of the animal. It's fascinating. Usually when you when you uh, just to give a little 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 juicy rate a little bit with this, is that you know normally it's like a Kodesh is immovable. You're mocked or something. The Kedusha cannot change. There's no such thing as Kedusha moving. The one thing where it could is the Din of Chathas, Thomas, or Ashem There, when circumstances change, the owner died, you know, there's a Tamura, whatever it is. When the circumstances change, actually the Kedusha changes. It's fascinating. It's Chal on it, the Din of Chathas, Thomas, which is more than just it doesn't have to be offered and therefore it ends up dying. Like, oh, it's, it's not shot. I'm trying to bring out is it's not shot. That it's a regular Kodesh, Dika, Karban. Happens to be I don't need it, so I don't bring it. But the Kedusha, no, 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 the Kedusha comes off. It becomes like this, it's not Chulin, it's Kachim, which is left to die, but it, it shepherds the Etzim Kedusha. That's why there's no Me'ila, for example. Once it gets the, the Chaloi's Din of Thomas, there's no Me'ila anymore. It's not, it loses its shame as Kachay Hashem. Fascinating ideas. And that's all learned from this Pasuk of rock. All right, now the Gemara continues. You don't need to exclude the Tamur of an Asham. We had a different thing. We had, instead of using rock, you lose the Pasuk of who, Asham who, only an Asham which was primarily consecrated to be, to be brought is the one which is offered. If it's not the one that was part of the original Hectish, then it's not brought. Why don't we need the Pasuk? Right? We asked the same question on Rabbi Akiva. Earlier, when we asked this in Rabbi Yishmael, what did we answer? It was coming to tell me that there's an Isser essay. It was coming to tell me that there was Asr, rock, like Asr. But, but here in Rabbi Akiva, you don't have it in his Pasuk. In his Pasuk, it just says that it's not brought as a carbon. Ashram who? So you don't see that it's forbidden in any ways to do it from his Pasuk. So in, the, the, in his opinion, the question is much stronger. If I have Allah Chumash Mishinai, then Kosh Bachatas Mesa Ashram Roa. I know anyways, there's no requirement to bring such a carbon. So why do I need the Pasuk of Ashram who? So the answer is Hachanami, you're right. It was a mistake to say that the Tmu of an Ashram, that it's not brought as a carbon, it's learned from Ashram who. You're right, it's not learned from there. So then what do I use the Pasuk for? What do I use Ashram who? that's already been sent out to graze. So now let's understand. When is an ashram sent out to graze? Again, any circumstance that if it were to be a chatas, it would be left to die. When it's an ashram, it's left to graze. The reason when I say you left to graze, the whole idea is that we needed to get a mum. An animal, kachim, cannot be redeemed. It cannot be, uh, cannot get pidyon until it has a mum. So how do you get an animal? It's all sort of making a mum in an animal. It's also, it's forbidden in kachim to, to inflict a wound. So what do I do? I needed to get a mum. I can't make a mum, so what do I do? I send it to graze. That's the trick. When it goes out in the open, it goes in the wild, stuff happens, it trips, it falls, stuff happens where we'll get a mum. Once it gets a mum, you can redeem it and, and, and use the proceeds for a carbon ola. So what happens once it's been sent off? It's been nitik lariya, it's been sent out to graze, right? There's been, let's say, a superfluous, an extra ashram in our hands. We don't know what to do with it. It cannot not be brought, as we've been saying. So then we're sending it out to graze. Now, really what's supposed to happen is it's supposed to get a mum. I'll be pulled it, and the proceeds will go to Ola. Let's say the person preempts it. He jumps the gun. Ola. He shechs it right now for the sake of an Ola, meaning he didn't wait for it to get the mum and be pulled it and, and use the money for Ola. Right now, he went to that Asham. 
Right away, the unblemished ashram, as soon as it was sent out to grace, and he shechted it l'shem ola. Kasher. Actually, it's, it's valid as an ola. It's really fascinating. He shouldn't have done that. He should really wait for it to become blemished, redeem it, and buy another animal. But if he didn't do that, the original ashram is actually kasher as an ola. It's fascinating. Again, you see the Kedusha switches, the Esim Shem Kodesh switches. Ashram Shunitik L'Riyah. And we learn from there, time of the Nitik, though. It's only because it's already been sent out to graze before we slaughter. Although Nitik, if it wasn't like that, it wouldn't be kasher. Meaning, as long as nothing has been done to assign it to another use, it's just sitting here, then it's not good as an ola. Meaning, if it's been sent out to graze, at that point, it's chal, the other shame kodesh in it, that really it's meant to be and destined to be an ola. There, if I shaft it as an ola, it's valid as an ola. But before it's sent out to graze, even if it's at the moment where it is an extra ashram, in that moment, it's still an ashram. And therefore, if I shaft it, it would be possible. It remains as an ashram. Fascinating din. So the sending out to graze in the moment of the nitek l'reiyah, that's where it's called the metamorphosis that it can really be an ola at that time. Although l'chatchila, we should wait for it to get a mum, be nifta, and use the proceeds to buy another animal, which is an ola, but, we, but if I shakled it as an asham, then at that point it would be kasher. So let me go over all these kachim halachas that we learned today, a brief summary. We are learning the din of ma'us, which were designated for a nazar's carbon. There are two types of ways to designate. You could have ma'us stumim, where it's unspecified, and ma'us mufurashim. In if it's not needed, you do with the money whatever you would do with the leftover animal. If it's a chatas, you're going to throw it in the sea because the chatas leftover chatas animals left to die. Ola, you would bring a carbon. Ola, shlamim, you would bring a carbon. Shlamim. That's very simple. If it's most stumim, we have this really bizarre halacha that the most stumim, if it's not necessary for the nazar's carbonos, it goes lenidav. It goes to the communal fund that's going to bring carbonos on the mizbeach when it's not in use. The Gemara says, where, where, where did that come from? Two ideas. Either it's a random halacha Moshe Mishinai, or the idea is it's a possible which says that the leftover carbonos and the chiyuvei anazir go lenidav. However, even in that scenario, if it's learned from a pasuk, the Gemara is adamant. It's only most of not most of Russian. Why can't it be even most of Russian? Having serious takas of the golden adava, because we know from the pasuk, this amazing pasuk in Parshas Re'ei, Rakachecha Shiulcha. The Pasuk says that when you have carbonos sitting around, what are you meant to do with them? You bring them up in Shechem. What's the Pasuk telling us? It's telling us Vlados of Kachim and Timuros of Kachim. You bring up to the base of Mikdash and you Shechem. The Pasuk is only talking about Vlados and Timuro of Ola and Shlamim, but we learn from that word rock. At the Timura or a Vlad of, a, of, a, of an Asham or a Chatas is not like that. Rather, if it's a Chatas, it's Mesa. If it's an Asham, it's sent to graze and it has to wait to turn into an Ola. That is no Hakrava of a Vlad or a Timura of a Chatas or an Asham. So once I know this Mufka from Hakrava, I cannot say that most Mufurashan of Chatas, that the Nazar designated Shevara Hakrava, rather they, they're thrown into the sea. Once we got into that, we got into it. There's also Halakha Moshimi Sinai, which emphasizes this point that a leftover Chata stuff is, dies, leftover Asham stuff is sent to graze. Interestingly enough, by the Asham stuff, even if you jump the gun, once it's sent to graze and you shaft it as a carbon ola, it's kosher at that point. But if you shaft it before it was sent to graze, then it would not be kosher at all.